Hello, this is Robert Rickover at Body Learning. My guest today is Alicia Bryceland. She's a singer, voice teacher, and certified teacher of the Alexander Technique in northern New Jersey and in New York City. She's uh, studied the Alexander, she, she finished her uh, master's in vocal performance at the New England Conservatory of Music and has been teaching a voice for quite a few years. She's also written a lot of articles about the Alexander Technique for Singers, which can be found on her website, and we'll put a link to her website by the interview. And we're doing a series of interviews, and and this one is about the importance of awareness for singers. Alicia, welcome to the show. Thank you, Robert. Um, Could you begin by giving our listeners a brief description of the Alexander Technique? Yes, of course. Um, In reference to awareness, the Alexander Technique helps open up uh, your awareness and sense of your own body and then gives you the tools to be able to make uh, effective and extraordinarily helpful changes to it. To the way it functions, to the yes, way your body exactly. functions. Mm-hmm. So it it is, uh, the Alexander Technique is useful for all kinds of people, not just singers. We're, we're going to be focusing on singers in this conversation, but if you don't happen to be a singer and you're listening, you might want to stick around. What do you think? Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) We all use our voices. We do all use our voices. That's true. There are a number of people who have uh, voice issues or who have um, questions about how to use their voices who could absolutely get information from this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and there are people who are not singers for whom their voice use is is very important professionally and uh, in other ways, right? Yeah, public so, speakers. Public speakers. Yeah. So um, so we're going to talk about aware the importance of awareness for singers. So I guess the first obvious question I would have is awareness of what? Ah. So awareness is a term we use in the Alexander Technique, um, which means what it says, but it's developing a much deeper sense of what's happening in your body. There's a fancy term for this called the proprioceptive sense, Mm -hmm. but it basically means how your body feels to yourself. And this isn't something that we really talk about, um, but this is, we experience this every day, all the time. This is real life, how our body feels to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, oftentimes, if we aren't doing certain activities or we're not using one part of our body very much, then it be- can become a little dead to this sense of. Um, what we feel on a daily basis and where and where we are in space and where we, that yeah, sort of thing yeah a lot of a lot of things so um really opening ourselves up and um making this awareness of ourselves a much stronger and more exact um representation of what's happening Mm-hmm. is an incredibly effective tool to be able to have. 
And I, w- I would think especially for someone who uses their body, their physical mechanism, as the expression of what they're doing for a living. Yes. it's incredibly- Singers, for example. <laughs> for example. Yeah. It's, it is incredibly important for singers because singers have no external instrument. We, we don't relate to anything else, mm-hmm. piano, a trumpet, a guitar, a drum. We are only relating to our own bodies. Our entire instrument is inside, and uh, we can't even really see that much of it. So awareness is very, very crucial because it's our best and surest way to um, understand what's happening and then to be able to make positive changes. So if a singer comes to you for a lesson, is that one of the first things you address? Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, Oftentimes singers want to sing. So when I work with singers, I'm always balancing the singing aspect, which is very important, and then bringing in the Alexander Technique aspects. But of all the Alexander Technique aspects, yes, that is the very first thing that I will have them um, have them do to really start to pay attention, to really focus and say, what's actually happening here? What do you feel? And then look in a mirror. What do you see? Do you see something that's different or do you see the exact same thing? Almost inevitably, it's something that's different. So would you ask them that? before they actually start singing or while they're singing? Or no, just... that's after they've had a little bit of an opportunity to sing. Mm-hmm. And um, because when people come for a first lesson, they're always a little nervous. Mm-hmm. And um, so I give them opportunity to sing, opportunity to relax. And then I'm, I say, well, you know, what's, what's happening, for instance, with your breathing? What's happening um, uh, with your larynx, right? The voice box inside your throat that, that houses the vocal cords. Uh, you know, what's happening with your jaw? Can mm-hmm. you feel that your jaw's a little tight? Hmm? Mm-hmm. You know, oftentimes <laughs> tension, when we have tension in a certain area, it actually shuts down the nerve endings there. That's right, yeah. yeah. They don't, then they don't relay the information that there's tension. Mm-hmm. So we're completely unaware of it because our nerve endings aren't doing their job, aren't able to do their job and send back that information. Right. So you, you would have them stand in front of a mirror and uh, ask themselves what, the, uh, what they notice about themselves and how that compares with what they see in the mirror, for example, yeah. which Often- is, of course, following the footsteps of uh, Mr. Alexander himself. Well, the they're developer good foot- <laughs> of the Alexander <laughs> yes. technique, yeah. They're, they're good footsteps to follow That's, in. Absolutely. But, um, but yeah, oftentimes I work with people first on breathing because it's such a, a huge component of singing and um, really the basis for um, a wonderful um, voice. So, um, but people will have a misconception of what they're actually doing when they're breathing. So I'll ask them, well, can you do this? Can you do that? And uh, when they um, have a hard time doing it, I can clearly see they're having a hard time doing it, but they think that they are. I said, well, why don't you just look in the mirror? Um, and, and the mirror can be a little daunting for some people. As a student, I was never a huge fan of the mirror myself, so I can understand. Um, but taking a, a look here and there 
to say, oh, I thought this was moving, but it's actually not moving at all. Okay, let me try it again. Um, it, it, it gives a lot of um, extraordinarily helpful information mm-hmm. and that it really does help us um, tune in on our awareness of what's happening in our bodies. Mm-hmm. And in that little exercise in self-awareness, would you include something uh, seemingly as far away from singing as possible, how their feet are contacting the ground, for example? Mm, mm, that's interesting. Sometimes I do. Actually, that's very important for singing um, mm-hmm. because singers need to pe- feel very grounded. So that is something that I will end up um, addressing with almost every singer that I work with. Um, it's not necessarily the first thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because there are a lot of things that need to be addressed. But at, at some point, um, I will address how they're really grounding into the floor. And when they think, for instance, that their feet are really, really making firm contact with the floor, even going the, a sense of their feet going down through the floor, then it changes their um, sense of their bodies and then it changes their tone quality for the better. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And in terms of that awareness, um, would you include in that uh, perhaps visual awareness of what's around them? Mm, um, Oftentimes I do. Um, I also teach uh, distance Alexander technique lessons to singers. Mm -hmm. And because there is no hands-on aspect that we can rely on, then it's all about relating the concepts and having people experience um, this super important um, idea of awareness in their own bodies. So that's one of the things that I'll, I'll have them do. I'll, I'll um, use my words to encourage them to be more and more aware of all the different parts of their bodies and then gradually extend that outwards into a bubble around them mm-hmm. so that they're aware of what's happening in the bubble getting a sense of what's in the in the room around them just as as much as they're aware of their own bodies and this is extraordinarily helpful for performers performers need to have this larger sense of what's around them and they need to extend that bubble to the audience when they right. do that then they're able to communicate their feelings their emotions what's happening in the music much more effectively to the audience right with that right. larger sense of themselves right and and i think their audience gets a very different uh experience if the singer is doing that absolutely that's one of the difference between great performers and sort of mediocre performers when it comes to uh-huh. not vocal quality but the actual performance experience and being able to convey emotions and convey um, what's happening in the music. Even to a very, very large audience, I guess. Huh? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Is there anything more you want to say about awareness and the Alexander technique and singing that we you haven't know, covered? Right. It's a, it's, a, it's a big topic and there's so many different areas that it can be applied to for singing. So it can be applied to breathing. It can be applied to um, the use of the larynx. Mm -hmm. It can be applied to opening the resonance chambers. Mm -hmm. It can be applied to um, the soft palate. Mm -hmm. It can be applied to the jaw, tongue, and lips. 
So the more singers are aware of what's happening in all these areas, then um, the more information they have to make effective changes, the more tension that they can release, which is absolutely crucial for singers. Right. And the more tension they release, the more they become aware. So it's like an upward spiral. The more awareness you have, the better you sing, the better you sing, the more awareness you're going to have. And it's, it's the most important tool for singers to have in their uh, tool belt mm-hmm. as far as being able to improve and mm-hmm. also to have a long and healthy uh, singing career. So I am definitely not a singer myself, but I'm I'm just imagine I'm trying to imagine a, a singer listening to this. I I could imagine they might have the following question for you. All this awareness sounds great, but I got my mind filled up with the music. I don't have any spare room for extra awareness. What would you say about that? Aha. Uh-huh. Okay, that's a very great. Qu- that's a great question, and this is the problem. Singers have literally probably thirty things that they could be thinking of at any one time. Right. Um, the process of studying singing is about isolating these individual aspects, working on them one at a time, and then um, once you've created good healthy habits, you combine them. So you'll try mm-hmm. to do two things correctly at one time, three things correctly at one time. Then, once you have these habits, once you've worked on them individually, then you can let them um, go back down into your subconscious. You don't have to think about them because they're your new positive habits. You can rely on them to be there. Mm -hmm. Singers need to work on the technique very diligently and then when it's time for performance, they need to let what their habit is happen and they focus on the music, focus on expression. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That also has to be practiced as well, but you have to practice things separately and then you bring them together. Mm-hmm. Right. That's what makes it possible. Otherwise, there's so many things to think about. No one would ever get better if they're trying to think about everything at the same time. Right, right. Anything else you want to um, talk about on this topic? Um, awareness, wow. It's a biggie. It is, it is a biggie. And I would say for singers, that singers oftentimes underestimate how important awareness is. Mm-hmm. Um, so a smart singer, I would say, don't underestimate it. It really is one of the most important things that you can do for yourself to be more and more aware of what's happening with your voice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Okay, well, I think that's uh, a good place to, to end our conversation. My guest today has been Alicia Bryceland. She's an, a, a voice teacher, singer, certified Alexander Technique teacher in uh, northern New Jersey and in New York City. I'll put a link to her website by the interview. If anything we've talked about intrigues you, give her a call if you're in that area. I'll also put a link to a site where you can learn more about the Alexander Technique in general and locate a teacher in your area. Alicia, thanks so much for this. Thanks, Robert.